Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone, to episode number two of the podcast, The Glass is Cracked. I am your host, Storms with a Z, joined tonight by Techno, Techno D-Logic. Hello, hello. This is our second week in our podcast, and we wanted to do something earlier, but, you know, <clears throat> so many things have happened and changed in the last uh, couple of days and week that uh, we had to kind of sit around and think about it together and uh, figure out some stuff and kind of circumvent all these uh, events, if you will, and how we're going to, like, cut straight through it to... I guess, disseminate all the information, all the crazy shit that's been going on, and then from there, how do we process it in our heads? And then how do we explain it to each other out loud? And then how do we explain it to you guys out loud? <laughs> There's no way. There is no way. This is a giant cluster. It's a, it's a giant clusterfuck. There is no way to sort out any of this information right now. You're right. And, of course, everyone, that's, that's uh, techno you're hearing. So, okay, let's just get right into what we need to discuss on The Glass is Cracked. Your show for the truth with the truth hurts. I love Lizzo, but it's true, though. The truth hurts. Shit's going to be real. It's not going to be fun or pretty. We're not going to sugarcoat anything. Life does suck. Nothing comes for free and, sh- and cheap, except an, S- except an STD or two, but that's a whole other story. I digress. Um, oh, my God. And... Relationships are going to suck. Jobs are going to suck. I'm ready to fucking quit mine and walk out on it because I can't do it anymore. And I'm ready to fucking give up on men altogether. Did you hear that? Well, that Techno? That because I'm ready to go like freaking Godzilla crazy and like tear down the fucking town. I'm really annoyed. I'm pissed. I'm beyond pissed. I'm calm, mad. And this is not good. I don't like being calm, mad. And I'm Puerto Rican. This is not good for me. At all. <sighs> Crazy, huh? Okay, so let's. I'm having a cigarette. Go for it. <laughs> I am. So let's dive into. Um, wait, you're going to be smoking a cigarette? Yeah, I'm smoking a cigarette right now. <gasps> the crowd just booted you for cigarette smoking. Oh, oh well, let them do. I think mine sucks so much. And it's not the good kind of fucking that you have a really good cigarette afterwards. This is the negative kind that just makes you want to pull out your brain. Like the doctor from, what's that TV show? I know we can't say brand names, you know. The London, whatever it's called. I want to take my brain out like that doctor and dump it in a vat of water. That's how I feel right now. So while this is going on, we are, um, I'm baking caramel apple cookies. Ooh. That's my night. Yeah, I made... So I cooked dinner. I cooked dinner earlier tonight. I made a fucking amazing meal. I made Japanese teriyaki chicken tacos. Topped with a hoisin Ooh. sauce, shaved carrot, scallion, and sesame seeds. Oh, fun. I'm fasting for a freaking oh. blood test tomorrow. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Ooh. And I served it with a cilantro lime rice. It was okay. It was great, but because you're fasting, I'll tell you it was terrible. So, so the last time we spoke and did this was a week ago, our first podcast, and we went to the cheesecake place in Philly, and we got fat. That was so good. That was, it was really good. Orgasmic. For the then we got back to your place, and we talked. Um, so 
So um, Techno and I, I did a photo shoot for him. He posed in some of his hot pup gear and the pup hood and um, some posing outside and other various things. And I gave him a little massage because he was feeling a little stressed out. And I examined his booty hole, make sure his booty hole was still perfect. And I, and, I, and I fluffed him up. I'm not talking about the big one. I fluffed him up a little bit to kind of like get him ready for some pictures. Let me tell you, this man has this man has a big rocket. This pup has a big rocket coming out of his, you know. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I grew it myself. I'm going to call you rock. We're going to take a quick commercial break and be right back after our sponsor, Fuck It All. Are you tired Fuck of everything? Work, love, Fuck relationships, life. Then stop taking... All that shit to heart. And take fuck it all. With fuck it all, you don't need to give a fuck about anything. Fuck it all. Fuck the traffic. Fuck the low paychecks. Fuck men. Fuck the STIs. Fuck the lies and cheats. All you need is fuck it all. Ask for it by name. Talk to your psychotherapist, psychiatrist, or if you're in one of those incarcerated mental institutions, ask your morning nurse for fuck it all. Use only as directed in your ass. (laughs) And it's just a middle finger, too. (laughs) <laughs> so anywho alright we're back uh, so yeah we wanted to discuss what happened afterwards so the photo shoot gave I think it gave you how did it make you feel the photo shoot it helped me out a little bit it calmed me down did you feel a little more confident uh, a more sexy oh I'm always sexy I'm not trying to be all cocky about myself but <laughs> I am a sexy motherfucker like I went to the outlets today and this really cute guy and one of the baristas at Starbucks started messaging me like talking to me and he messed up my drink three times just so I could be around him more it was so cute I was like I know what you're doing bitch (laughs) (laughs) I know you like this I know you like this apparently we're getting another big storm on Friday what the hell is this shit so, um, oh my I'm so over this. this. This weather is giving me a migraine. It's getting hot, it's cold, it's just it's snow. It's, it's a goddamn Katy Perry. Flooding and shit, again. and this everything like make it stop. So, techno exactly. darling, while I go check on the cookies in my oven, I want to give you the floor to tell everyone how you've been the last week, what's happened recently, what transpired, oh what you're going God. through, as much as you want to share or not, and uh, an update. Because I know that we talked to our listeners last week and said that, um, this one was going to be about a pup couple and people in communities that lie, cheat, and betray. But also, after you're done with yours, um, I'm going to dabble a little bit into the date that I went on over the weekend with somebody that ended up becoming a really unaffectionate diva. And then we kind of discussed that we're really not meant to be. We'll talk more about that because it really it rubbed me the wrong way. So, Techno Darling, I want you just to tell the listeners what you've been going through this past week. Oh my goodness, this was a giant mindfuck from go. So I met this pup on, I believe it was Twitter or it was Pup Space. I don't even remember which one it was. It's, nor do I give a fuck anymore. Met him, started talking on Telegram. Didn't meet him until like maybe, I think it's three weeks ago now. And it was, oh my God, it made me want to pull out my hair. It was really cool, very sweet. We wanted to hang out, chill. Got to know each other. Told me that he was in a relationship with his boyfriend. Okay, that's fine. I'm fine with that. I could go for a friend with benefits. That's perfectly fine with me. I don't care if this is sex. We did it hard with our hoods on. Damn, damn, damn. Thank you, man. Ah, uh, ah, uh, come on now. Ah, uh, 
It was awesome. But then it morphed into a marriage and the husband who now turned to a pop is batshit crazy. And I mean batshit crazy. If I was, if I had my actual license, I would diagnose him with a lot of things. But I just know a little bit about things like that. But I digress. Anyway, the husband decides to call me every single day, be emotionally unstable. He was crying, saying that he feels like he's not able to catch up to where Kaiser and I are. Oh, fuck, I've used the wrong name. Um, we need to edit that out. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't even know what name to use. Just use... Laser. 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 There we go. Laser. Laser. So, he was crying to me saying that he wanted to... He wasn't able to catch up to where Laser and I were. And I'm like, Sam, you and Laser have something that I will never have. To put this in terms of video games, since you guys are avid video gamers... You're playing World of Warcraft, and you've been playing it for, what, how long have you been married for? Four to five years? You're at level 200. I'm just starting off the game, and I'm at level two. There is no way I'm going to catch up to a marriage that you two have. And I'm being realistic. Let's be, real, let's be 100 honest. Let's, let's throw down the tea, everyone. It's hot. It's steamy. We're throwing it. The motherfucker was being so insecure because he didn't understand the community whatsoever. It's just two people bonding in a way that he wasn't able to get. But he was, he was able to, but he didn't want to because he wanted laser all for himself. Which I don't care about that. They're married. They're fucking married. I don't care. Long story short, my peeps. The husband decided to come over to my place out of nowhere. And I stupidly said, yeah, sure, come on over. We can talk. I'm just doing laundry. I'm cleaning my house, minding my own damn business. He had a freaking argument with his husband on my freaking couch. There was so much bad juju in my house that I had to smudge the fuck out of it. I have to redesign my own place, my whole place, even my bedroom. It felt violated. I had to smudge the... Ben? I don't remember what I said. I was, I'm, I'm free-balling. Well, literally, I'm free-balling. So the argument happened in the home. Oh, yes, the argument did happen in the home. It was very strange. And... So they were just arguing with each other and just saying, like, you need to figure out what this is or this is the end of us. And uh, I was like, minding my own game business. I put on my headphones, played a video game, mind my business, and they were still arguing. Well, again, long story short. In your house. In your house. In your house. In my house, yes. In my house. In my home. In my sacred space. In my my house. Sorry. <laughs> you know, I'm just looking at you with evil eyes right now. <laughs> I thought I felt the heat 
searing on my face. <laughs> and then that was the end of it. Like, so, Taser ended up coming over. Laser ended up coming over. God damn it. I stopped using that name. Laser. Laser, laser, laser. Laser ended up coming over. And then they had an argument in, in front of each other in my place for a little bit. But we ended up all cuddling. Cam decided to go dolly dancing around my place, going through my room. They thought he didn't go up into my loft. Because oh, I love that place. That's, that's very sacred to me. That is my den. That is my man cave. That's where I do my fun stuff. Hey, I know. I've seen the oh, walls. Man. I've seen all the stains on the... I know. There are no stains. <laughs> if those walls could yeah. talk, honey, they'd be pregnant. <laughs> they probably would. Anyway. So, anyway. Uh, I'm going to just skip to the end because now I'm just so mind-fucking over it now. So, I had a weird dream that exact night. And my dream was that I was in, a, in this house... I was at the end of the hallway. And at the other end of the hallway was a door frame. There was a door on there, but it wasn't shut. But there was a cage with a pup in it. And someone was locking the pup in the cage. And all I could hear was later. I woke up in the circle. And I was like, what the fuck is this? What is happening? Then what transpired was a whole mind fuck! Woo! So the husband, at the end of the day, decided to make Taser stop talking to me. They blocked me on absolutely everything. Was going to force Laser to get out of the pup community, so I decided to you know, be a, a pup in shining armor and say, and I quote, and I quote this, how dare you push someone out of a community that identifies who they are just because you don't understand it? What gives you the sole right to play God or anything? I don't care if you're this man's husband. That does not give you the right to prevent someone being who they are. I don't care if you block me. I don't care. I just want to get this off my chest. Period. That was the end of this. Two days later passed. I started getting a really weird feeling. Because who knows what, your own body than yourself? You know? you got a lot going on. You feel all the good juices. You feel the bad juices. I was getting a really weird feeling down downstairs. So I'm like, fuck. I need to get checked out. So I did the mature thing, and I messaged the Marines, and I said to them, like, hey, look, I know we're not, we're beefing right now, I know you probably have me blocked, but I don't care, I just want to let you know that, number one, I tested positive for COVID-19, and that happens like crazy since I work in where I work, I'm around people all day, I'm around patients. So that happens. Sorry, just wanted to be the mature adult and let you know. Number two, I would advise y'all to get tested because I am. Because I've been getting a really weird itchy sensation downstairs. And 
I just want to make sure you guys are safe and let alone I'm being safe. I've heard nothing from them until today. I decided to be, again, be the mature person, call them, say, hey, I tested positive for ABCXYZ. And I left it alone. I did it to, to Cam and I did it to Taser. And I left it alone and went about my day. But yes, I was combat and I'm Puerto Rican and that is not a good thing. It's not a good thing at all to be combat. I am currently shaking combat. Last time this happened, I broke up with my ex-boyfriend of 10 years. And that wasn't a pretty picture because there was, I almost punched the fuck out of him. I digress. So this motherfucker decides to call me here. Well, no, not call me, text me. I, oh, I'll read the text messages. What do you think? What do you think? Should I, should I call? Should I read the text messages to the lovely people? Yeah. Okay. Let me open up my phone. Oh, I got eight messages. Oh, this is from my cousin, who cares? <laughs> uh, let's see. Here we go. He goes, are you willing to talk to my healthcare provider now about your results? I'm sorry, it is. At the time it was seven o'clock at night. What fucking medical provider is open this late at night? At seven o'clock. I thought medical personnel usually are like nine to five. I don't know about you, what do you, what do you think? What, what do you say? Medical providers, what time do they usually stay in office to? But even still, okay. But even still, there's this thing called HIPAA. So he shouldn't even be like, ask that because like, that's, there's confidentiality with this stuff. Oh yeah, and I deal with HIPAA and what is it, CRF 32? Yeah, so like no, so no one, no healthcare provider ever asks to speak to the person that may may or may have not have had something. They'll reach out to the individual. When I got a call earlier in the year, when I was still living in a certain area, I apparently hooked up with somebody that tested for syphilis. <clears throat> and the state, and one of the states nearby, the state you know that you're in, called me from the board of the Department of Health. And said, I want to let you know, I am so-and-so. Um, we have to let you know that someone tested a positive for syphilis in this blank county's, um, you know, <clears throat> health whatever department. Um, and they were asked to provide a list of people that they were in contact with recently. You were someone that was identified. Um, so I just need to verify some information from you. And then... Um, I'm going to recommend you go to Planned Parenthood at this place. I've already called them to let them know that you would go with there for testing to, you know, not charge you, blah, blah, blah. And then at that point, you know, the results were negative, but still. Only at that point, I then called that guy back and say, hey, just let you know, everything was negative, we're good to go. They don't ask anyone, <clears throat> any doctor to call any of your contacts they hooked up with. It's the, they're not the fucking CDC. It's a fucking doctor, allegedly. So Laser was trying to call your bluff on something, and to oh, scare yeah, and know. to scare you, like a little bitch he is, pussy. <laughs> well, this is this is what he said. I, I was he was like, um, again, are you willing to talk to my healthcare provider now about your results? I'm like at seven p.m. at night, what healthcare provider is open besides a crisis unit? I can give you my mailbox number and pin number 
I got from the clinic, the health department, yes or no. And this is, this is laser talking. It's so I can get treatment now or wait for my results. This is round two of testing, so I have time. I'm like, absolutely, I can give you the information. Are you being treated? Um, and I said to him, like, luckily, the paperwork I won't be able to have in my possession until tomorrow because I have an appointment at Planned Parenthood. Luckily, I saw my primary care doctor the same time I got the test result. And yes, I'm on penicillin right now or amoxicillin. I don't know what, which one I am on. And in, in all honesty, David, I'm not really in the mood to talk to you because I'm calm that and that's not a good thing for me. So I will talk to you later. Like, what are you being treated for? And it's like, I sent you a voicemail. You didn't listen to me. I'm sorry. I'm not going to repeat myself. He goes, cute. I'll be in touch. I'm like, I'm trying to be honest. I tried being honest with you and Cam from go. You didn't want to take me seriously until I got something. So I'm a little agitated. And if my attitude offends you in any type of way, fuck off. <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> he says, nope, not angry at all. Just being, just, um, being concerned that you are being taken care of. Why do you care about me now after you pushed me out of your life? Exactly. No he's trying to cover his own ass because he's terrified. Now he's got to tell his other half. Oh, I already called his other half. And I left him a message too. Period. Because you know what? At the end of the day, I might be a bitch. I might be a cunt. I might be whatever. Enter your descriptive word here about me. At the end of the day, I am a respectable pup. I like to treat others like I would like to be treated. And I let them know. I told, I told Cam, hey, I know you blocked me. I don't give a fuck. But I just want to let you know that I got my test results back today and I tested positive for XYZ ABC. So I advise you and Taser to get tested right away. Then I called Taser and I'm like, hey, just want to let you know, I tested positive for ABC XYZ. I think you should get tested. Period. I just tested for having some really, really serious swamp ass after eating that dinner. Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you always I, have swamp ass. Someone, so someone brought to my attention last week. They said to me that I gave them gonorrhea. I was like, how do you know this? They're like, you're the last person I think I was with. That I gave head to. I'm like, yeah, but um, I also didn't come in your mouth, but whatever. And I was like, funny, because you said that this happened at this time or this date. But my appointment with my Planned Parenthood doctor, because I was getting ready to just, I was switching to them for my prep medication. I wasn't going to do that <clears throat> that video chat service anymore, right? And um, Oh, I hate telehealth. <clears throat> oh, yeah, they're terrible. Plush care costs like fucking 120 a session. It's so stupid. Yeah. <coughs> absolutely nothing that they can't do. Yeah, so like, is so much cheaper and, and they're a much better cause to support anyway, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So, um, he tells me this, I'm like, okay, because that was this day we played, but I actually went to that doctor that following Wednesday for the first initial, I guess, what do you want to call it, um, First, the first whatever appointment with them for this, and in order for them to administer prep, <coughs> you have to go through every test—the blood, the urine, and of course the whole entire panel—and everything for me came back clean bill of health. So then I messaged him recently. I said, 
Um, is, that, is that why you haven't heard from me? Because you think I gave you something? He's like, well, you had to have. And I said, no, because when we played, it was this, but my results at Planned Parenthood were based on the following. And I said, I also have online access to their portal, and I'm now seeing them for prep Truvada medication. So I was like, so it wasn't me. So you're telling me that I, without asking about it or discussing it, you just went and assumed that I gave you something. I'm like, I hope you're happy. Like, I said, I actually just lost respect for you because, you know, you told me that we were kind of like just the only one. Like, I've hooked up with other guys in the past, you know, between him and whatever. But I'm just like, the hypocrisy from him was so real. And he he was just accusatory of me, but not even like for malice or like to get me revenge like your two people did. They were just, you know, he just did this just the way he just did this. And it made no sense to me and actually pissed me off. I'm right there with you. Like, I don't understand. Like, why don't guys take you seriously when you try to be a real person? They think it's a fucking game. And I feel like it's all gay men do this. They think it's a fucking game. Like, no. I personally take pride in knowing my status. I take pride that I am on prep. I take pride in being clean. And now I'm not, and that takes a shot at my pride. Yeah, I don't think think playing with with anyone's health or falsifying anything like that, you know, something accusatory is bullshit because it's it's illegal, it's criminal, defamation of character, and also um, libels and slander. Exactly. But isn't that kind of what we're doing right now? In a way. Well, no, because we're, we're speaking the truth. We're not making up any stories about them. That's very true. You got a point. You got a very, you got a very valid point on that. So it's just, it's heartbreaking that people like those two had to do these things to you to make you feel like you suddenly don't want to belong to that community because of their actions. Meanwhile, you know, they're holding up with other people. Well, I think they're just hooking up with themselves, but no matter what, if I have it, if Taylor gave it to me and I have it, and I gave it right back to him, no matter what, he's going to get it. (coughs) Yes, it doesn't take that long. It takes, like, what, two weeks to get something for it to show up in your system? I think so, yeah. It's past two weeks, bitch. It's past two weeks. You're going to get something. And I doubt that motherfucker got a test. I doubt it, because if you look on his um, Twitter account, he's been out gallivanting around in every park here in in the state. So when did you get your test, bitch? When did you get it? You've been going to see your husband at work. You've been jerking off in the woods. You've been taking selfies with your husband in the woods. When did you get your test? I'm sorry, the lie detector determined that that was a lie. Relationships like those are never fun and all happy and rosy, and they're not perfect. In fact... Oh, no. They are not. They are far from it. I only saw a brief window inside their, their life. Like I said before, the husband is mentally unstable. When you got and to I mean, when you got to meet them and know them, did you see any optimism in their future? Would you say that the glass was full, or the glass was empty, or would you say the? Oh, that relationship was was cracked one hundred percent. The glass is cracked. You're listening to the Glass is Cracked podcast with me, Storms, and Techno. Techno. Ooh, I got. Ooh, hold on. My penis just got a little bit <laughs> sticking to the sides. Hold on. It's a very large oh, number yeah. that you've got. It's a very large. You know, 
big, you know, big, big problems, you know, it kind of takes <laughs> the bottom of your leg from time to time. <laughs> the Glasses Crack Podcast, hashtag BDP, Big Dick Problems. Yes. Or, or big, Bad Dog big. Punish. <laughs> You know what? I, I believe every dog has its day, and motherfuckers, y'all are gonna get their day, and it's not gonna be from me. Well, it's just gonna be by those two. Karma. Their dog days are over. Oh, I have a feeling. I have a feeling the husband is freaking shit, and that's why he reached out to me. You, I sent mm-hmm. you that phone call at what? Mm, I think it was like two o'clock in the afternoon, and you're it's like what seven o'clock now, and now you're getting back to me. It's actually well, almost, you out. Yeah, it's almost eight, but still. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, <coughs> technically when I got the text message, it was around 7 o'clock. By the way... Now you're freaking out? So what, what changed? What happened? Are you getting your ass chewed out by your husband? Of course they are. Of course. Of course. They're going to have dog bites everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by I the way... I wish I could um, just walk right past and see the carnage. But, <laughs> hi. And just keep on moving. You'll see, you'll, see, you'll see him on TV caged to a doghouse in the winter, shivering in the snow. And Sarah McLaughlin's coming out, like, <laughs> for 22 cents a day, you two can sponsor this bad pup. <laughs> oh, I t- we should definitely do a commercial like that. Sponsor this dog today for 25 cents a day. But only ABC, <coughs> I can't think of the rest of the commercial. And have the sad music in the background. of a scumbag. You know, those commercials always make me cry. Yeah, it's like, if you saw it at 7 a.m., like, your day was fucking ruined. You know, 9 was sad. It was really sad, but those dog commercials are like, uh, only give a dime a day to save this little child in some third world country. They just, I don't know what they do, but it makes me fucking cry. Well, they get less... we should definitely do a commercial like that. People are giving less to those damn kids overseas than they are for the fucking dog. It's like, I didn't know that 19 cents or whatever for a kid could, oh, I don't know, like, magically give them a big pound of rice. You know that it's really not like that at all, right? They're just showing you, like, the slums. They're not showing you the true experience of that country, wherever the fuck they are. But it's pretty messed up, though. It's like, here, 18 cents. 18 cents will give you a big pile of rice you can cook and heat without the water that your town doesn't have. Mm-hmm. And then you get some celebrities like, these kids... Haven't had a bowel movement in days or a food in days, and they haven't showered in weeks. Who did the last one? Wasn't it Salma Hayek? I don't know. Did you do the last one? Some celebrity did. I don't remember. But you know, it's coming to the holiday season. We're going to see those shits all over. Sally Struthers did for a while. But every time Sally Struthers would come on to do the commercial for the updates of, like, the Kids in Africa... The rice pile, alive? the rice pile would keep getting lower and lower and lower. She get bigger and bigger and bigger, and then a lot of kids went missing. <laughs> it's like we know what she, that, we know what Sally she's Struthers eating. Is still alive, though. What? Is Sally Struthers still yeah. alive? Yeah. I know it's an organization <laughs> now, but yeah, oh. I saw her years ago outside the Bucks County Playhouse. She was there doing um, the Clue, the musical, or the Clue, the the product, the play Clue. There's a play called Clue. Yeah, what is like, this we're coming to now? I was like, I'm like, oh my god, that's Sally Struthers. I was like, what? I was, oh. like, I was like, where's Meathead? <laughs> you know, the only celebrity I ever met was Michelle Visage. And you know what? This was before she lost the weight. And she was a powerhouse bitch from Jersey. I have to say that. She was a motherfucking powerhouse. She was all that and a motherfucking bag of chips. She that's the conversation we awesome. should have, too, for a topic. 
also like huh. what celebs we've met. That's a fun topic. Hey, another topic we Celeb? can do for another podcast coming up is like celebs that we met and like the experience. Why do I have this weird feeling? I, I'm going on topic a little bit. Why do I have this odd feeling that Laser is going to show up at my house soon? Oh, I hope not. Keep your doors locked. I have this, I have this <laughs> weird feeling that he's going to show up one day. Lock your doors. I don't know why. Hide your wife or kids or something. Like, all day today, I've been seeing the letter D everywhere. Because his real name is... Oh, 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 oh yeah. Oh, by the way, I made. By the way, they're salted caramel apple cookies. They're delicious. Oh, why do you have to put food in my face? Sorry. Like, you know I'm fasting for a freaking blood test. You can still swallow. You can still suck dick and swallow. I'm going to schedule a blood test for Friday now. No, no, no. I I need to eat. I don't like being hangry at all. What time's the blood test? I'm scheduling it for Friday. I'm already on my phone. I'm doing it. What time? But what time was the test tomorrow? It was supposed to be first thing in the morning. I'm going to do it at like. So why were you fasting this early? Why were you fasting this early? What were the what were, what are they checking? What my doctor checking? told me to do. What? That's what my doctor told me to do. But where but where are they checking with the blood test this time? Sugar. Oh, it's a whole list of things. Thyroid, sugar, liver, and Oh, because normally they don't want because normally they don't want you having anything past midnight or so. Yeah. I'm like starving. I mean, sugar, like, I fast, like, when I have to get blower done the next day for sugars and things like that and all the other crap, I typically (laughs) cut out everything by 10 p.m., and I make sure that my blood test is between, like, 7 and 8, and I drink a lot of water before bed because I wake up middle of the night peeing, but I wake up to pee, and then I'm, like, so tired from just peeing so much, I'm, like, right back to bed and out like a light. Wait, how do you get tired after peeing? Because I drink so much water, and I pee a lot in my overnight, and I sit down to do it, and I fall asleep because it's just—it's like you're sitting. God, there. What are you, fifty years old? <laughs> what are you, fifty fucking years old? Like you need to cut that shit off. I'm. Uh, I can't. To bed. I can't afford the pump anymore. Wait, what? I can't afford my insulin pump. I have to go back to regular needles. Oh God. Seriously, yeah. like, I, I understand, like, they, well, so the price of them goes up every year. Diabetic care is one of the worst for profit, killing the people that need the most industry in this, in this country. And furthermore... Look at thyroid. I have to pay a, a tremendous amount of money for a thyroid test that no insurance company covered. None Jesus. whatsoever. Ow, that sucks. That pisses me off. And that test alone is close to like three to four hundred dollars, depending on which um, place you go to, either LabCorp or Quest. Like yeah. seriously, it's a chronic disease. I have an autoimmune disease. Why am I paying out the wazoo for this? That something's going to keep me alive. And if I don't take my medication, I'm going to be a lethargic, suicidal. <coughs> Crazy son of a bitch. So they they're trying to tell me that um, this whatever med this this med that I'm on is like a mid tier whatever, and it's as cheap as it's gonna go. And I'm like whatever. So the um, the problem here now is that this stuff, this individual dosage, 
of insulin on your arm, this Omnipod thing, is designed for, like, for most people, like, two days or so, right? Well, the way they have me using the insulin for my nighttime, which is fed to me all throughout the day in <clears throat> small doses every hour for 24 hours, and then the one I take for my meals, right? So it's going to be basically one every day. Instead of every three days, it's one of these that changed out every day. 30 of them a month, blah, 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 blah. The insurance is telling me if I want these things for 30 days, <clears throat> 30 units, $265 a month. How much? $265 for a pack of 30 of these. That's ridiculous. Absolutely not. No. So, that is, I can't... That is ridiculous. I paid $91 for 10 of them. I can't do it anymore. I can't. I can't. I can't. And... I don't blame you. I do not blame you whatsoever. And you know what? Big Pharma needs to be taken down a peg. Like, why are you this hungry for other people's money? It's like, let's set a couple people with glasses. That, that motherfucker said, oh, I keep the prices high because I can. It's a necessity that people with glasses will always pay. Fuck you. Fuck you. So I'm right, trying to figure yeah, out what I'm going to do, but it's cheaper to be dead. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> No, it's not. You're you're not. It's not cheaper to be dead. Because if you think about it, your bills and everything go to your next of kin. So technically, if you have a sister, you have a brother, it all goes to them and they're stuck with brother, my Well, my brother's been in heaven for three years. I doubt they're going to go to him. And my sister and her husband and their three kids, I highly doubt my sister's going to deal with that. It'll just get all lost in the mail. Someone could take out the money and my... Life insurance policy will never pay off the debts that way, but it's just cheaper to be dead than a diabetic. Life sucks. And it gets suckier day by day. Well, when you have a job like the one that I have where I'm walked over like a doormat, no respect, insurance costs are going up for the renewal because I have no qualifying skills, never finished my degree, I have zero ability other than working in the you same... You have no qualifying skills for anything? Honey, you need to learn how to pad your resume. It is padded, but I can't compete with some fucking wet behind the ears, twenty-five-year-old reject who got you know like a three-point-five GPA from a ich university, but because he's younger and is stupid and has that wonderful degree and a fuck ton of student debt, he'll do the job that I would do for a lot less and cause more mistakes because he's not as grounded or focused. But because in, in all honesty, that yeah. comment I feel personally attacked because you know I'm not 24 or whatever age you said in their 20s, but I do have a tremendous amount of student debt since I'm still in school, especially for my LCSW licensed clinical social work. Yeah, but at least I have a job where it's putting me in the right direction. That you just need to find that one job that will give you the opportunity to like say. I like your personality, I like your style, I like everything about you. Let me give you a shot. That's what my job did to me. And look, this person, this pup came out of nowhere. Came from the fucking street. And look who's running the motherfucking office. This guy. 
This guy is running the goddamn office. I am number one. I have the most admissions, and I have the most uh, ROIs. And you know what? I'm just cute and furry and fluffy, and I'm just myself. Well, and I get to work on every single day. Period. And and I didn't tell anyone this, and but I'm going to share it now. One of the clinical um, advisors at my job came to me yesterday and was like, I got something for you. I'm like, what? What did I do? No, no, you didn't do anything. A patient was so touched by you that they wrote you a thank you card. I was like, wait, what? So yeah, she wrote it for you. I'm like, that is so sweet. Did not expect that. That gave me so much joy, period. That's actually what I'm holding on to to calm me down right now. Because I'm doing good work. I love my life. Not that situation, but I love this in my life. Fuck y'all for doing this to me. Fuck you and your husband. I hope y'all, your life crashes and burns because you know what? God don't like ugly. Karma will get back to you and every fucking dog has their day. So go fuck yourself. And they're not worthy of having anyone else like you in their life because they don't deserve that goodness that you bring to the table. Exactly. And fuck I'm them. Fuck I'm the sorry. men. I'm so honest now, motherfucker. Do you want to make sure I'm okay? Why? Why? Why do you want to make sure I'm okay now? I'm perfectly fine. I have a good insurance policy. I have a great support system. I have a lot of things in place so I don't crash and burn. And it took me many years to figure that out. Your husband needs to figure that out. Or you need to figure it out. Or you have it figured out, but you won't relay that information to your husband. Because there's something going on with your relationship. And unfortunately, I was that driving wedge for you to see your differences. <sighs> I feel better. Oh, Yay. I feel better. See, Ooh. it's just, it's more than just venting here. Ooh. It's advice. It's getting all out in the open. It's never going to share coat. No, no group play or no dating online or any of this stuff is ever going to be easy for anybody. And that's I'm why we're here. I'm done. I'm just doing me. I'm just going to get a dildo. A nice size mega dildo. I'm just going to shove it up my butt. And hopefully it's going to be one of those that can that's have what we do those here. plunger that you can put the truth a is combo of the loot up there. I'm doing that. I don't care. I'm done. The truth, is, the truth is not meant to be like easy. The truth is going to hurt. We are real here. We are very real people with very real issues. And then the next time we meet again, we'll be talking about careers and where we've all had our shortcomings and what we can do to be more assertive to get what we want and how we're going to get it. To find the good words that you should use your every day for self-assurance. Look in the mirror and say these certain key words that are really meant to inspire and promote you. Have a, uh, a, a, um, an inspirational quotes mirror. Like, I think you need to take the dick out of your mouth. Like you have? Talk. I really think you need to take the dick out. I don't have a dick in my mouth. I don't have one in there yet. I like how you said yet. Uh Everyone should have, like, an inspirational wall or a mirror like uh, Techno does. And um, next time we meet, we're going to find the key, powerful keywords to use to give yourself a motivational pep talk every day, to assert your assertiveness in the most aggressive, sweet, and effective way to get what you want. And let's talk about how we're going to pivot your next move career-wise into something that's more suiting for you for the long term, so that you have a future-proof way to get there. And I that saying. You know what? I feel like, uh, what's her name? Um, 
Miss Roosevelt said it the best. No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Period. Amen to that. And then if we have some time next week, too, I'll talk about the date that I went on that was not the greatest, that was kind of a bit of a bore. And now I realize after that moment, I think I'm very okay with just myself and I. And I am so proud of you for making that realization. So proud of you. There was so much drama being affected by this that I wanted to... I wanted to carve my eyes out with the pumpkins with the pumpkin carver. That's how much I want to make myself a jack o' lantern. <laughs> so you want to carve out a pumpkin and put it over your head and cry? No, I wanted to carve out my face like it was a pumpkin. Oh, okay. Sorry, I had a blonde pop moment. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just hungry. That's it. I'm, go- I'm going to go You get should. Food. You I'm should eat. So, The Glass is Cracked is a production of Storms and Techno. And um, we're always on the, we're always looking for fresh ideas and topics. And even you, the listener, to contribute your own stories so we can read them on the air. And whether it be to inspire or to give advice to others, or if you're seeking advice, or just want some shoulder to cry on somewhere. We're always here to listen, but more importantly, we're here to be real and tell you that things are not going to be easy unless you make them easy for yourself. And nothing is ever easy unless you believe in putting in hard work. That's the truth. It's so true. Work doesn't give you everything. Nothing is going to be handed to you because of just... I work for it. I've built myself to Exactly. Almost with a master's degree. With a job that I love, and a home that I own, bitch. Nothing will ever be given to you just because you breathe and exist. You have to work for it. Work smarter and harder because it does pay off. I don't care what anybody says. Hard work ethics do pay off. It's true. It's very true. And wisdom, the older that you get, the better wisdom you will seek and be able to offer. And if this was us 10 years ago, I know damn well for a fact that Techno and I would be making even worse choices and crying and pining over people like Laser and that other dick or like letting our own insecurities plague us. So the point here is to stand firmly on your own two feet, believe in who you are, make those changes, assert yourself, put your foot down, say no more, know that, you're, know that you are worth more than you ever will value yourself, and when someone compliments you, take it. Own it. Run with it and grow it. Run with it like a bone. Don't doubt it. Just be proud. Don't doubt. Be proud. That motherfucker still has next to back. Good. Hey. Maybe they're coming. Hey. Maybe they're applying dewormer. Who knows? <laughs> this is the glasses. This is the glasses cracked. This is the second edition of the glasses cracked. Join us next week when we do more about that assertiveness. And uh, talking about powerful ways to give yourself a pep talk and all that good stuff. And uh, we're so glad oh, you stuck you around. Know, I'll give you a play out of my book and what I do for a pep talk. I have a nice little system of safety nets, as I like to call them, to make sure I don't go down a spiral, a downward spiral good. at all. And we will, and we will share those on next edition of The Glass is Cracked. Bye, y'all. So thank you so much, darling. I appreciate you as always. Oh, yes. 
We need to go get another cheesesteak soon. Oh my god, yes, and we have to feed each other. We have to feed to each other. Or you could, or you know what? Better yet, why don't we go to New York and you can walk me around? Well, that's hot. That's so hot. And we have exciting news before we wrap this up. Our podcasts are fully available to listen and download from Apple iTunes. So on your iPhone or your iPad or your iTunes for Windows, just search the Glasses Cracked podcast. And you can take us anywhere you want, day or night. Or like us, because we're just fabulous. Yes, take us anywhere you want, day or night. Oh. On his back. On your back, huh? On oh, your back? Like on my back. Well, mostly I like being on doggy style. Ha, uh, hold on. Can you do that one more time? Uh, be on my back? Yeah, but what you just said. What did I say? That doggy style. You... Oh, I love being doggy style. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love doing it doggy style. I Ass can't. up, hood, on. That's the way I like to fuck. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Oh, oh, harder, harder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Glass of Crack. We'll see you guys again next week. Bye.